0: Congratulations! You found it! The most inappropriate book club you never knew you were missing. Starring the original book divas Martha Steele and Vonnie Golden. And also featuring Megan Runyon, YA superfan. These people are passionate about books. Maybe a little too passionate. Plotting world domination one book at a time, they are three book girls!
1: Let's start off the podcast with an introduction how do you say your last name, Dana?
0: It's Cole Breath.
1: Cole Breath. Like yeah. coal Breath?
2: Like as yeah. in a dragon. <gasps>
1: breathe fire. Ooh, breath. I like that. Breathing yeah. fire. <laughs> do you breathe fire when you're angry, Dana?
0: Um, Yes, actually. I,
1: <laughs> I could just tell that about you. Dana's one of our loyal Zoomers uh, on the book tribe, and she has been, I think you've been on since the very beginning, haven't you?
0: i've been listening to you guys for a good two years or so yay
3: so that's just about the beginning yep yeah almost has she heard the lost episodes (laughs) Uh,
1: i don't know the lost episodes are pretty well lost by now (laughs) i think i took the first five episodes off of the SoundCloud. they were bad yeah Yeah. well well i mean we were new we were learning it might have been 10 i don't know maybe five or 10 of them i took them off anyway We've got, what, 190 some odd
2: episodes yeah. now? Trying to think how many there were last time. 90 what? Four? Six?
1: 90, is what, it 96?
2: 90? Are we almost on our 200th episode?
1: We're going to have to map <gasps> Hold on, shit. Let,
3: let me look. We're going to have to right. do something for that. Yes, we do. Let me look. I'll pull it up on the internet. Maybe web. that's when we should do the power.
2: Oh, that would be a good idea.
1: On our... On our... Um,
2: because, you 200. know, it would make the power even more fun to talk about if we did it with alcohol. <gasps> You're right. Everything's better with tequila.
1: <laughs> Especially if Rachel's involved. Man, that girl some de- can down some damn tequila. I need to freaking
2: have Tyler drive me sometimes so me and Rachel can do some serious drinking. <laughs> it's
0: all about the designated drive.
3: We're at one. Yes, it is. 190. Right. This will be 193. I need to put okay. Dana's. Yeah, this is 193
0: you might have to project a little but I think we got okay it. I will project Welcome
3: project. to our life
2: she's always oh. telling us to project she I'll makes also turn
0: my, I turn my volume up so oh that might help We'll oh, be no.
2: talking and she's pointing at the mic going with the with the eyes with the mom eyes <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm doing this to her like she can see me she's going like this she's,
3: <laughs> she's pointing vigorous vigorously. At the microphone? Yeah. Yeah. That's what you do. All the time. All the oh. time, because she she veers. Vonnie to starts about here, and then she just backs away from the microphone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, Dana's been with us a while, and she's also been on the Zoom call since the beginning, so welcome to the podcast, Dana.
0: So, so. I wore a special T-shirt. i What does it say? That's what I do. That's what I do. Read books. I read books. That's what I do. I drink coffee, and I know things.
2: Woo! And that's an owl. I love love it. I love it. That is the best shirt
0: ever. And we're drinking coffee right now. Coffee.
3: I'm I'm drinking water.
0: I'm drinking rum and orange juice. (gasps) God damn (laughs) it! I like it. We
1: need some booze in our coffee. What the hell? I have to drive home. Out of
0: all my Bahamian rum, so you know.
1: Oh, I love Bahamian rum. I have to drive home and the cops are out, so probably not have, a good idea.
2: I
0: do have a big bottle of Kraken right
1: here. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not better getting coffee, though. So anyway, uh, I was going to tell the story about Vonnie 7-11. and I's lunch the other day. Now, as loyal listeners may or may not remember, Vonnie got a new job, which coincidentally is in the building directly across the street from mine. I work in a six-story building. Vonnie works in a, what, three-story three building? Three-story, next door. Right, and it is it is really right across the street. So twice now we've done this thing where I, a Scarper, early, I, I'm i supposed to be on the air until three. She wasn't. Well, she was, <laughs> but she wasn't. So I time travel so that I can go have lunch with Vonnie, and I did it t- the other day. What day was that anyway? Tuesday? It was Friday. It was Friday. Friday. Oh, Friday. oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So Friday, I drove the girl car.
2: Mm-hmm. Which is a convertible. Yep. And tiny for my very big ass. Because <laughs> it's a sports car, so it has like, you know, the tiny seats. Yeah. It's it's pretty styling. It's a cute car.
1: It was so hot. And I was like, oh, yeah. So she gets in the car and I'm like, uh, I kind of didn't think this through because now we're going to fucking roast eating in the car. Yes. So... We went to Popeyes, which is my favorite. Their biscuits are oh, some of the best. That spicy chicken is the best chicken on the planet.
2: They have good pickles. I get a chi- the chicken sandwich just for the pickles. Just for the pickles because they're like they're thick and delicious. Oh, I love Popeyes. They so have much. good pickles.
1: So anyway, we we drove through Popeyes in in the girl car, and then <laughs> we're trying to figure out. What, okay, now where do we go eat? Because clearly you don't want to go inside the restaurant to eat right now. Right. I mean, some people do it, but I'm just not. She's not there yet. I'm not there yet. I'm not ready to eat in public yet. It's a little too scary for this broad. So we're looking around. I, I said, well, I recent, here's another part of the story. I recently won a 7-Eleven gift card through the lottery, was actually i was really excited because i thought i won a thousand dollars from the lottery and i was just stoked i'm like yes i know what i'm gonna spend that money on woohoo and then i realized it was a 7-eleven gift card for a thousand dollars which is still pretty fucking awesome but that's a lot of gas i know it's a lot of gas so i said hey i know (laughs) let's go to the 7-eleven and we'll just sit in the parking lot over there and eat and bonnie just turns to me slowly and she goes sounds like one of my internet dates (laughs) Uh. (laughs) you know because they always wondered hey can you meet me in the 7-eleven parking lot well because
2: the reason is is because I tell them listen because they want me to come to their house and I'm like no not happening I don't know you at all and so I'm like it has to be a public setting so they're like well meet me in this parking lot I'm like dude I'm not meeting you in a parking lot what are you talking about (laughs) then they get mad and say that i'm a tease and blah 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 and
3: yeah 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 don't talk that's when you look you just respond um i'm staying sexy and not getting murdered today so apparently
2: they have never
3: heard that expression you should teach it to them yeah and then put a little red flag at the end
2: this was back Mm -hmm. when i was in the dark web of the dating circle i have since changed my answers and i don't get people like that Mm -hmm. on my profile anymore in other words she lies
1: about her profile she (laughs) doesn't tell the truth i can no longer
2: say exactly what i'm interested in
1: (laughs) (laughs) she has to wait and spring it on them later
2: or exactly what i would do for a klondike bar
1: I
3: feel like we're learning a little too much about Vonnie today. No, I think we know it all. We do know it all at this point. I feel like we've talked about her internet dating enough that we we now know
2: a lot of the things. A lot of it's in the... I haven't done a lot of that lately, though. It's just... It just...
1: No, it's just the re- we revisit it occasionally just for
3: sometimes kids. you just need the entertainment just for shits and giggles yeah, yeah. I say hey you been dating lately <laughs> <laughs> no
1: <laughs> <laughs> damn it where am I gonna get my entertaining stories from if there's there's from Florida. no
2: longer penis pics in my phone woohoo you're gonna have to go somewhere that, else that's a red letter day. <laughs>
1: Well, I can't get on Pornhub because if I do, you know, then I'll get hacked. and you get, get an STD. Yeah, you get a computer, computer STD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Dana's got little kids, so, you know.
0: She's in the basement in her, you know, her chill spot, she calls it. So she's oblivious to what's going on up here.
1: That's probably a good thing. How old is she?
0: Seven and a half. She'll be eight in September.
1: Yay. What day? The 22nd. <gasps> My sense is the 27th. Yeah.
0: Awesome. yeah. So close.
1: Got a little Libra on your hands. Yeah. Just I'm barely so Libra. sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I already know that. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: I'm t- always amazed how accurate astrology can yeah, be sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes.
2: Yeah. Sometimes.
3: Because I'm like the most Pisces of Pisces. Like I'll read it and I'll be like, uh-huh.
1: Yep. I used to be <laughs> that way. But you know, antidepressants will change your personality, which explains this hot mess right here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm no longer a mopey, dreamy, exuberant, romantic girl Mm -hmm. like Megan here. I took up that mantle for you before I even knew you. (laughs) Yep. Now I'm just this beautiful ball of snark you see in front of you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm only half like my sign. I'm not completely like my sign. No.
1: You look cuddly on the outside, but you scratch a bitch's eyes out.
2: <laughs> I mean, if you make me angry, yeah. That's why the Leo fits so well. But, like, as far as, like, the attention-seeking kind of thing, I'm not really.
0: Oh, yeah. What about you, Dana? What's your sign? I'm pretty, I'm pretty true to mine, Taurus. So.
2: Oh, my sister's a Taurus.
0: Like, I know everything. and Stubborn. I'm pretty- stubborn I'm loyal yes you cross me we have lots of problems oh damn
1: we got to be sure not to piss you off since you've been (laughs) on with us so long
0: (laughs) don't piss off Dana
3: I I feel feel like that's definitely a I I feel like that is a Pisces because it's like we're super emotional but then once you've pissed us off like we don't care about you anymore yeah yeah Yeah. It's like. what's that I didn't hear that what
0: just write you off in a second Yep, but it has, it has to be like this is not made up stuff. This is just like you know, if you really do something that you know, yeah. you cross it
2: has line. to be a lot. Yep. My sister is a Taurus, and me and my sister butted used to butt head so much when we were little. Oh my gosh, so much. She would just irritate the pee water out of me <laughs> until.
3: Chase around the room, then. Did you just like self censor on this podcast? Yes. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I love really that. My gosh. You can swear on here, Vonnie. Yes, I know.
1: <laughs> We'd have a lot more listeners if I didn't have such a foul mouth. Oh, uh,
0: you're
1: okay. So, but you know what? <laughs> I just don't care. I just don't care. Life is too short to censor yourself constantly, don't you
3: think? Yep. Yeah. Well, and they say people that cuss a lot are smarter, so.
1: Well, we already know I'm smart. So yeah, we're good. Well, not, then
3: my son Not is smart really enough, smart. <laughs> although
1: I have to, full disclosure, um, I have issues with numbers, like in a very negative way. I'm not good at figuring out things in my head number-wise. I'm not good, anytime there's a number involved, it makes me angry. So my husband this morning says, hey, how about you make some of those s'mores bars? You know, we talked about them on the podcast for two weeks in a row because they're so delicious. And um I said, okay, I'll tell you what. I'll do it on one condition, that you convert that recipe to cups.
2: Why, isn't it like in
1: ounces? Yes. Oh, oh. no. I said, you convert that shit, or I'm not doing it. <laughs> well, just use the scale. And then he walks out. So I don't know how to use that scale. Well, you should have just texted me. I have a,
2: com- a a converter thing right on my refrigerator. I was feeling
1: very I would
2: have taken it a picture. I took in a picture of it and sent it to you.
1: Well, anyway, <laughs> so he comes back in later and I'm guessing, right? No, no! Because and that's what I did the last time I made it because it didn't have a conversion on it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So he goes, what are you doing? And he walks over and he looks at the scale. He goes, that doesn't look right. Because. <laughs> and he goes, Whoa, <laughs>
3: okay, how about I just
1: show you how to use it? <laughs> <Fuck yeah! laughs> That's what I asked you this morning. Yeah, I, I said, I told you I didn't know how to use it. He goes, No, you told me you'd never used it. Well, isn't that kind of the same thing? I would say, What? <gasps>
3: So he showed Ned. me how to use it, and
1: it's obviously really easy. But if you don't know how to use it, you don't know which button to push to make it go zero after you put something on it, yeah. you know, like your container. God, it just makes, I get so mad. Does it have a clear button? And he goes, why are you so mad? I said, because I don't like it when I feel stupid. Don't make me feel stupid. <laughs> I'm not stupid. I just don't like
3: numbers. I'm not, <laughs> now I'm singing Hamilton in my head. Thank you. <laughs>
1: so there you go that's how my day was but i did make the s'mores bars they are delicious i need to you need to send me that
2: recipe so i can put it on the website
1: i didn't well you're posting it you
2: put it on facebook and posted it but then i couldn't find the post when i was doing the and I was just like, and then I was looking for your commercial and I couldn't find that. And after that, I was like, fuck it. I'm done. Yeah.
1: We we can't find the commercial from Cosmo's Q
3: with me on it because it's like three or four years old. Yeah, it's uh, old. But it was yeah, so funny. Years old. <laughs> I'm, I'm being good at not eating my s'mores so it doesn't crunch in the microphone. <laughs> I know you want it, though. I you do. Keep, you keep eyeing I it. I keep moving it around on the plate. Like if I get my fingers sticky enough, it'll. She's
2: petting it. She's like, good s'more bar. Just stay right there, baby. <laughs>
3: Mute yourself and just. I could. Turn your microphone
2: off. That's what I do when I'm That's true.
3: I could do that. I might have to hear them when someone else is reviewing something.
1: (laughs) Bonnie's got this all figured out. Turn
3: your microphone
2: off. Well, I, I do it mostly because if Alyssa's on, she doesn't like to hear it in her headphones. So even if we're not recording and we're all set up already, I still turn it off because then Alyssa's like, taking it off you're chewing in my ear <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's a whole new meaning to chewing in your ear when you have yeah. headsets on it's very, oh, yeah
2: it's just
1: very sensitive
3: about well, that. it's
2: loud yeah, I mean it, it is. is it's loud I can completely understand mm-hmm. it was very rude of me not to think of it but I just didn't think of it
1: well see that's that's the, how you and I are different because it didn't even occur to me that that might be rude <laughs> <laughs> really like my mama never taught me that one
3: i think it's only because i've listened to other podcasts where you can tell when they're trying to not turn their mic off and you just hear like the like the like slight crunch and you're like
1: we we actually got our one really horrible review on on apple for eating for eating during a podcast because we did cake for somebody's birthday or something
3: Mm -hmm. yep
1: and that was when we were young and stupid. We didn't know the difference.
2: I mean, that's how you grow and you learn. Yeah, you and so make... even the negative it's is a positive. a positive. It's a positive. Yep. yep. It's like math all in here.
1: <laughs> I hate math. Don't math me, man. <laughs> Science is fine. Just don't be math me. What about you, Dana? You've been sequestered in your home since the beginning of March?
0: March 13th.
1: Tell, tell the listeners where you live.
0: I live in East Norriton, which is a suburb of Philadelphia. It's like northwest of Philadelphia, about 25 minutes out.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So and- I'm in Montgomery County, close to Philadelphia County, which has, you know, a ton of cases and a ton of deaths. So we're, um, they stay, have stay at home, mm-hmm. home orders till June 4th right now.
1: Hmm. Well, Oklahoma just doesn't give a shit. They just went ahead and opened everything up anyway. They even, they even had a Christian school, With 600 people all pushed in together for a graduation ceremony the other day.
3: Did you see that on the news? Yeah. 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 Yeah, Oklahoma was like, we've just decided that this isn't a thing anymore. And we're going to do what we want. (laughs) That's exactly what they're doing.
2: And sadly, like Thursday, we had 143 new cases, and Friday, we had 169 new cases. Yep. We had 100
3: something this morning, I think, too. What what is it
2: today? I didn't see the news today. I
3: think it said like 104. Is it? I think it was a hundred and something. I knew I did see that pop up on my. I mean,
2: I had the news on, but I don't remember what it said. 111. Yeah. 111 new cases. But Oklahoma's like, "Mm, who cares? We're just going to go ahead and open everything.
0: They just don't care. Yep. Oh, well. Pennsylvania had 24,000 new cases and 1,300 deaths and deaths. the last 24 hours. Holy oh shit.
2: Holy crap. Holy crap. Yeah. I did
0: see on the list somewhere that like
3: Pennsylvania was like higher. Like they listed the states like in order and like Oklahoma was like 37th worst. And but like Pennsylvania was number one. Like Damn. they're high, they're higher than New York actually. New York was like number oh, 11.
0: Jersey, New Jersey's really bad. Yeah. Yes. So, so whole tri state areas. Is-
3: I think a lot of it is because
1: the amount of people that you have in close proximity to one another and public transport
0: we don't have it in jersey they commute to work right into new york and you know we're i'm i can cross the bridge in jersey i'm like 40 minutes from here so yeah yeah, nothing
3: that's crazy Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
2: yeah, Pennsylvania is definitely better on the public transportation than Oklahoma. Yeah. Oklahoma's just really spread out. It's so yes. spread out. Yeah. yeah, I'm
0: only five miles from work for me. Yeah. So.
2: Well, when I lived in Pennsylvania, I didn't have a car the whole time that I lived there. And I lived there for like two and a half years, but I didn't need a car. I no, mean neither. I took the if well, yeah, I was if going you- to the mall or something, I took the bus because there was buses that ran like every fifteen minutes. So even if you didn't catch the, you know, the mm-hmm. bus you wanted i just wait a couple minutes and another one came
3: along that was my favorite part of studying abroad in ireland was that like i took a bus and buses trains like Mm. what we need to be best did you break the table i don't know it just did something (laughs) i just saw bonnie's eyes like bug out of her head
2: apparently my forearms are very heavy
3: Might be time to start that diet. (laughs) No more s'mores bars for you.
1: Boy, you know you got to go on a diet when your forearms are too too heavy. Remember
2: when you said when I couldn't fit in your car?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was joking about that yesterday because it's a Miata. It's a little.
3: My parents have a Miata. They love it yeah but it is tiny
1: it's very tiny bonnie was getting in i was like okay i'll tell you what when you can't fit in the girl car anymore then you have to go on a diet you can't not be in the girl car (laughs)
2: because i said something about my my butt being in the tiny seat oh sorry
1: so
0: no it's really hard to get into convertibles anyway yeah like my husband's like the corvette is sitting in the garage he's like take it for a spin i'm like ah, it's so uncomfortable i just have to like roll like <laughs> roll out <of> the- <laughs> yes like, it's fine I, I
2: i just don't drive
3: it i can't.
2: i get out of the miata and i like my knee hurts for the rest of the day because
3: i couldn't get out of the car <laughs> i actually had to like save my parents miata one day when my mom and i were in ohio and we were going into like this old bookstore that's in, like an old church and i don't know why but like i turned back and like looked and the parking brake had let like, go on the car and it was like on a hill a little bit and like i I must have heard it, like, click. And I, like, looked back, and we had luckily left the top down, and so I literally, like, held onto the side of the car and, like, yanked the parking brake back up. Oh, man. And so after that, we always, like, triple-double-checked the parking brake. (laughs) But it must not have been, like, engaged all the way. But I subconsciously must have heard it click, because, like, why else would I have turned back to, like, look at the car? Right. Right. so I had, like, some nice scratch marks on my legs dragging Mm. on the, like... (laughs) (laughs) asphalt drag marks yeah but the car was uh was well and it was good so that's all that mattered oof i guess save the day yes yep. here i come to save the day yeah did, I, you,
2: did you do your superhero dance I afterwards
3: i was more like what just happened <laughs> and i was like are you okay and i was like is the car okay like <laughs> i'm fine but when it, I was watching
2: Grey's Anatomy, that's one of the things I said. If you stand in a, in a superhero pose, a power pose, that it makes you feel empowered. It makes you feel better. Like when you're doing, like about to do a daunting task or something, to stand in a superhero pose. And uh, you're supposed to feel... I feel more powerful already.
1: (laughs) It just makes me conscious of how small my boobs are. (laughs) It makes
2: me conscious that when I do that, I can't reach the microphone because of my boobs.
3: (laughs) (laughs) See, it's all about the boobs. I saw a funny thing about a mask, speaking of superheroes, this morning that was like and when I say it, like oh I forgot my mask like I'm Batman or something <laughs> like <laughs> nobody look yeah. I oh shit I left my mask at
1: home <laughs> okay here we go booby trap backwards is party boob
2: Oh, yeah, I almost responded to that because I'm wearing my fancy bra today. Oh, it's don't get too excited. It's only because it's laundry day. <laughs> it oh, was the I only one clean. We were, I
1: thought maybe we were going to get a shower or something. <laughs> Let us see your pretty
3: bra. My boobs are hugged
2: up. <laughs> pretty bra. I'm trying to think which one whoop, I have on.
3: Oh, mine's black and lacy, too. Yeah, it's <laughs> so like lacy. On the,
2: well, it's the one that I bought for our Christmas party. So it's like strapless.
3: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So it's
2: like it's like has the ribs on the side. I don't do strapless and... bras, I don't man. By the
0: way, strapless is uh, the worst invention ever.
1: They, I mean, what's the point of it when you constantly are pulling it up? Yep. Well, this. I one mean, is... I have no boobs anyway.
2: This one's surprisingly comfortable for being the kind of bra that it is. No, yeah, well, that's good
3: at least. Yeah. I always hate because I always feel so tight, like around my like ribs. You feel like, and a... then they're like it still falls down. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck is the point?
1: Exactly. <laughs> I like, feel like a can of busted biscuits or something. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and the lady at Soma's, I was like, that's how it's supposed to fit. I was like, in what fucking planet? <laughs>
1: like, Whoever well, invented that thing. You know what I like? I like those ones. Do you ever buy one? Of course you guys have big boobs, so it probably wouldn't work, but it's almost like a sticker. That oh, you, I've seen that. that you, it's a, like a silicone sticker that you put on your boob and then you pull it up. Like I've this. seen that ad on Facebook. And and it that's the best invention ever for people with little boobs Did for you, a dress. I mean, I had the best.
2: Did you see the one where somebody with bigger boobs had it and they had like a fold in their boobs where.
3: Oh, where it's like <laughs> they put it up. up
2: like this and their boobs just kind of folded their boobs over. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't think if the sticker is strong enough to stay there for it to hold my boob up i would have no skin
1: uh, it's not really a sticker it's a silicone yeah like it's like a so it's it like, it, it like it like adheres to your skin without being sticky
2: but if it adhered silicone. enough to hold my boob in place my boobs are
0: heavy yeah. let me those tell don't you work those silicone sticky they don't work
1: Well if I you have, have th- little boobs they do
0: i have like a couple pair in my drawer that i'm like <laughs> try.
1: Uh oh there's a small child in the room do so I need to not swear? No, she's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, we probably should quit talking
2: about our You're... lingerie anyway. Is she waving?
3: <laughs> is she trying to... Oh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> there she goes. There she goes.
0: All of a sudden, she's extremely thirsty. No, of course. Of course she is.
1: That's how it go. goes. She's
0: downstairs because she eats like a three-year-old. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Well, we need to transition anyway. We, we really shouldn't keep talking about our boobs all day long, <sighs> even if they are fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie, I'm sure you have something to pull us out of this quagmire we find ourselves in. The boob quagmire? Yes. No, no.
2: I don't have a book about boobs. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have it. nothing to transition The boob talk. Yeah, I don't feel like historical fiction has a lot of boob talk. actually didn't do a historical fiction this week. I'm kind of going out of the norm and out of order, which I don't do very often because I read a book that I thought would be a good thing to talk about because it's very different and it's very, um, it's almost like eating dessert after your broccoli and cauliflower dinner.
1: Ooh, mm-hmm. a
3: dessert book.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Hold on, I got to get that book.
2: She's got to find the title
3: now. Please Well, pause. It's, it's
2: called <laughs> "Dorothy Must Die." At Dor- <laughs> "Dorothy Must Die" by Danielle Page, and this is one that I don't know how long this has been out or anything. It's one that my sister told me about which me and my sister have somewhat similar tastes, but she does tend to go YA fantasy more than I do, than historical fiction. But every once in a while, we come together. And this is one that we definitely came together because this is um, an alternate telling of Wizard of Oz, or actually like an extended version of Wizard of Oz, but a different telling of it. And it's very YA, very YA, and very snarky and sarcastic and it was just it was great it was like very cleansing of the books that i usually read and it was about a girl named amy who lives in a trailer park mom is a little bit of a pill popper so she's pretty much out of it all the time pill popper. they um she comes she uh is kind of bullied in school because she's, you know, poor. She lives in a trailer park and it's a kind of a ratty trailer park. It's not fancy or anything. I mean, because there's just some trailers that are really, really nice. That is very valid. But this is not one of those places. This is one of those places you drive by that you're probably like, someone lives there? It's called Dusty Acres. (laughs) So (laughs) that about tells you. And so she, that day at school, she goes to school and she... Uh, Gets into a fight with her nemesis, who is like one of the most popular girls in school and is also big and pregnant, like seven or eight months
3: pregnant. Who went with that controversial YA?
2: (laughs) Yeah, right. Because the popular girl and it sounds like when I went to school, (laughs) like the popular kids were pregnant. And, you know, picking on the other kids who were not pregnant. And um, she ends up accusing her of trying to get into a fight, and Amy gets suspended from school. And she goes home to her trailer park, which is in Kansas. I don't know if I mentioned that. Of course. It has to be in Kansas. I mean, this is Wizard of Oz. It does explain the dusty... Acres. Acres. Right. <laughs> and
1: because if you have the background that Vonnie lived in Kansas... Well, I don't live in... My sister Her lives sister in Kansas lives Kansas in Kansas.
2: In a trailer park. <laughs> that's about, like, dusty acres. <laughs> <laughs> and... And she goes home and um, there there's tornado warnings around them and everything. So her mom decides for cover, she's just going to go to the bar and drink and hang out with friends and everything. So Amy's like, yeah, whatever. Do whatever you want. She really wasn't too worried about. Well, the trailer tornado comes, takes her trailer to Oz. So, you know, instead of like Dorothy and the farmhouse and the cute little dog it's amy in the rusty double wide with a pet rat who is now deposited into oz and she gets there and she's met with or she's met by this guy named pete and this is not the wizard of oz of our story books this wizard of oz dorothy has come back to oz and she's like high on power And she's trying to siphon the magic out of Oz for herself to use. Ooh. So she gets there and she meets with some wicked witches, which one of them is Glamora, the wicked witch of the South, which they don't talk about. And she's twin sisters with Glinda, the good witch of the North.
3: Mm, North and South.
2: Opposites. Right. So they want to recruit her into the Order of the Wicked to assassinate Dorothy.
3: (sighs) Oh, I'm I'm adding this book to my TBR list freaking immediately. So they
2: start training her and everything so that she can be this assassin. Cause I mean she's a sixteen-year-old kid. She doesn't know anything. I mean, she's not a fighter. And she lives in a trailer park and and um so one of her trainers is a warlock named nox who she kind of has the hots for of course she does so and it's just it's funny and snarky and just delicious i love it i'm on the i just finished the second book
3: because there's like three or four in that series aren't there um
2: i think there's just three okay and i just got done with the second one and i'm waiting for the third one to come in
0: oh there's four.
2: Oh, is there four Okay.
0: I'm adding them all.
2: Well, I'm kind of, I'm reading um, the Harry Potter series kind of in between other books too. So like I'm taking turns in the series and I'm on the fifth Harry po- Potter book right now. But yeah, it, this, this book was just fun. It's not going to be for everyone. Cause like I said, it's very YA, very much fantasy. And I read some of the reviews about it and it had mixed reviews. Like somebody said that the book was boring and
3: nonsense clearly they don't read enough YA. <laughs> right, and I
2: can understand where some of it is nonsense, but that's what just makes it fun. Are you saying that YA is boring nonsense? No,
3: it's amazing nonsense. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's, <laughs> listen, sometimes you just have to have a little bit of nonsense in your life and that's This I'm is here the perfect for time for
3: nonsense. That's yeah, like nonsense is perfection. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's, I mean, you don't have to concentrate too hard on that, on the book. Although there is a lot going on sometimes. And every once in a while I was like, wait a minute, I missed something. I need to rewind that for a second. But yeah, it's just, it's a really fun book. I would recommend this. I think Megan would really like this. Not so much you. I think this is too much nonsense for you. Yeah.
1: <sighs> and I love The Wizard of Oz and I loved Wicked. Oh, Wicked is Yeah, good.
2: but Wicked is a lot wicked darker is dark. than dark, this dark, this dark. one has um ya kind of darkness but yeah. it doesn't go into the darkness that wicked mm. and son of a witch which i also love that series too you know i love that series yeah that series
3: is really good mm-hmm.
2: yeah again that's called dorothy must die by danielle page very well, very good yeah Tina,
0: you get to go next Ooh, so I read The Light of the Fireflies by Paul Penn. Um, It's translated by a guy named Simon Brunei. Paul's a a Spanish author. So this is his first translated novel. Um, I came across this book free on Kindle and I was like, okay, this seems really interesting. So the story is about a family of six that lives in a basement. It's the mom, the dad, the grandmother, which is the dad's mom, the sister, and there's two brothers. And the story centers around the younger brother um, of the two who's six years old. The book goes back and forth between like the present, what happened six years prior and what happened 11 years prior and then 15 years later. So you kind of get insight as to why they're there. Um, Interestingly enough, the author does not give any of the family members' names throughout the book, which gives it like this weird kind of strange element to the story, everybody's referred to as the boy or the girl or the mother. Um, That would like screw with my brain, I feel like. Yeah, it was weird at first, but then like as you're reading, it kind of like helps with the story. Okay. Um, at the beginning of the story, you find out the younger brother was born in the basement six years ago, so he knows nothing of the outside world. He becomes curious about the outside world once a couple fireflies get into the basement somehow. Um, the family's been in the basement for six years, but you get the impression that they're going to be there for like the long haul, but you don't know why. Um, all of the family members, with the exception of the boy, have burns on their face like some kind of like disfigurement or something but you don't know how they got the burns the first 15 pages of the book you find out that the daughter they don't really tell you how old she is she births a baby so you're like ew how she birthed a baby there's just the family members down there so they're like all right something like the story shifts and it turns like dark you thinking of like Okay, there's only a couple possibilities here. Uh, (laughs) So then um, they receive food and supplies from someone on a regular basis. So someone knows they're there, but like who? If the whole family is down there. Um, At each meal, they set out like a seventh plate for someone, but it's unknown. Like, and they never touch that plate, and the food just gets tossed away at the end of the meal. The parent's bedroom has a lock on it and the father keeps the key around his neck. What else is there? Um, This sounds intense. Yeah. Also throughout the whole story, the mom, the dad and the grandmother have like a strong stain for the daughter. The one that's pregnant. Yeah. The one that had the baby and you don't know why. I mean, you find that out eventually, but you're like, why is the father talking to her like she's on the street so weird so the the book jumps back and forth between present and then once you start going into like six years later it gives you a lot of insight as to how they got down there like why and it gets even more twisted when you find out like why they're there
1: it does sound twisted. Now, here's a question for you. I don't know if yeah. you can answer this without blowing the plot, but is yeah. this like a dystopian type book or is this a not
0: regular type read? It's not, it's not dystopian at all.
3: Okay.
2: It's, like real, world, real it's world. like real world. real world.
3: I feel like there was a story, like a true story, very similar to this. that happened in Europe, like not that long ago. I know there was a family like in
2: California or whatever, where they kept their kids in the basement. The daughter Hmm.
0: wears a prosthetic white face mask and the father's like, make sure you keep that face mask on. Don't let the boys see you with the face mask off. So you think, you know, she's like, Oh, you know, she's more disfigured than everyone. Hmm. Um, But you find out why the the mask, you find out why the family's down there. And this book was like, I was just like, I was eating it up. Like I had to find out what happened. And once they, go back and tell you what happened you're like what the hell
2: mm, so it was good know. it was a good twist it's
0: really 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 good I just like it's the first book in a while I've just like stumbled on and it was really good like highly highly recommend like I think it's the best book i read this year wow, wow. yeah
3: that's awesome yeah. We said that in really nice harmony. I know, right? Yes, we did.
1: It's because we were really surprised and delighted simultaneously.
3: I mean, I feel like that's always like high praise for a book when someone's like, yeah, it's either the best one I've read or in like the top three I read. Especially year. When,
1: it, when you know, when it's somebody that you know reads a lot. Yes. Yeah. Obviously, the more you read, the more the higher your picky you become. Right
0: the book didn't leave you hanging. It was, it, it went at a like normal pace. It wasn't really slow at any point. I was like, I got to do a deep dive into rest to the rest of this author's books to see what else he's written. So.
1: That's awesome. awesome. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, give us the title and artist of that bad boy one more time.
0: It is called the light of the fireflies by Paul Penn. That
1: sounds really And it's translated from what? Uh, spanish okay all sounds lovely now i'm super intrigued it sounds like a book that you would read it does it totally sounds like something i would read it's a very martha sounding book yes it is
3: nice okay megan all right i am super excited about this book because i bought it solely based on the cover which i do a lot (laughs) (laughs) um because it's just really pretty And I read American Royals by Catherine McGee. And the cover caught my eye. And then I was like, okay, what is this story going to be? Because there's been a lot of books lately that are like, here's like Prince Harry and Prince William, but like with a twist. So I was kind of like, is this going to be one of those? It is not. There are elements of things happening in the royal family in England that kind of happen in this book. Uh, but this book is based on the idea that after the American Revolution, George Washington didn't become president; he became king. Oh! So his so he became king. Oh!
1: And it became we had a monarchy. A monarchy. Ah! Oh. Instead of yeah. Yeah. Instead of uh, democracy. Oh, yes. I was like, what's the word?
3: <laughs> instead <laughs> of
1: a d- <laughs> democracy. That's probably because we don't feel like we're in one right now, but. <laughs>
3: Uh, (laughs) um so he so this is his like four times great granddaughter and she is the current princess her father and mother are the king and queen and they're prepping her she's through college and of course they all went to um king's college which if you watched hamilton the musical or listened to the soundtrack you will sing that line over and over again when you read this book in lynn morrell miranda's voice uh, because he talks about how he went to king's college so of course the whole royal family is expected to go to king's college because it's king's college and so she's graduated and they're really prepping her to become the first queen so they've recently changed the laws much like england did when william had kids where that who whether his first descendant was male or female they would be eligible to rule so she's the first one that will be the first true queen that's the inherited, that will be the like her royal highness, like not through marriage. So they're really prepping her and getting her ready. She also has two younger siblings. There's a set of twins, a uh, boy and a girl. And they kind of, a little bit are the Harrys, right? They just run around a lot. They just came back from like a gap year doing whatever the hell they wanted. They're always in trouble. They're like... <laughs> they're running away from their security team. Harry's kind of my favorite. <laughs> I do love Harry. He's a rebel. He is the rebel. And they're kind of the rebels. And the sister is best friends with the daughter of one of the people in... Um, like in the cabinet, basically. And they've been friends since they were like six. But the, the quote-unquote normal girl doesn't tell any of her friends that she's best friends with the princess. Because she doesn't want them to try to use her to get to the princess. Mm, Yeah. Because everybody wants to be invited to court, right? It's very much like the European idea of like, everybody wants to be at court and everybody wants to be like important. And they want to
2: meet the royal family. Yeah. They they want
3: that connection. Um, So she makes up excuses all the time. Like, oh, I can't go and watch the like fancy ball on TV with you because I have to uh, study. And (laughs) in reality, she's at the ball. Right. (laughs) Like, so it's kind of interesting of her trying to navigate life trying to hide the princess friendship from her like quote unquote normal friends. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's some romance between the best friend and the prince, of course, because there has to be, it's YA. Yeah. It has to be a little bit, (laughs) has to be a little. Um, The prince has a crazy ass (laughs) ex-girlfriend. There's no other way to describe her who she uh, has pretty much been groomed her whole life to marry the prince. Like her parents decided like, you're going to marry the prince and do everything in your power to marry the prince. Well, the prince dumps her. (laughs) And so she's out for blood and is like scheming. And like, she's that, she's that crazy ex that like knows where you're going to be and like shows up there and acts like it was an accident. No, Mm. like she'll be like oh i didn't know you guys were skiing in the same resort you've skied at on new year's eve for 500 years oh my god what a coincidence yeah so there's a lot of that with her (laughs) what Uh, are the odds yeah oh my god and of course like all the security people know her so they always let her in because they're like oh yeah we know you You, you're not on the list but we'll let you in anyway so like she kind of has this power to get into things she shouldn't be at anymore um and we find out there, there's a reason there's, I don't want to give too much weight, but there's a lot of pressure for the, the soon to be queen, the one that will inherit the throne, not necessarily soon, but inherit the throne and like why they're really stepping up their process of getting her comfortable and getting her ready. And she's struggling with like, do I want to be queen? Like my life kind of sucks cause I don't have any freedom or any say, and they get to, very Princess Diaries, like they hand her like the book and are like, pick a king, and she's like, oh, but I don't like any of them. <laughs> like, I like my like guard. I like over the here. gardener. Yeah, like she likes her guard. He completes me. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of the, that YA like first love talk, and she she kind of has some moments where she's like, I'm gonna stand my ground and I'm gonna change these laws because I'm the queen, and then they're like sit down (laughs) uh, so it was super fun and it's fun because you're you're you kind of have this idea of american history in your head and then you kind of have to adjust it and really follow with who they're talking about and a lot of the monarchies are still intact in this world like the czars of russia are still intact Hmm. so it's kind of an interesting more there's a lot more monarchies in this book than what exists today Mm -hmm. um and so i think they kind of try to correlate like oh look the the americans stayed monarchy so like the power of monarchy continued through history because we became a monarchy right so it's a lot of fun i read it in like three days there's a lot of ya like first love and stuff that you'll be like this can't be real life but it also matches to some extent because like
2: This sounds like it could be like a a quirky teen movie.
3: It would be a great teen movie. (laughs) I would be so down if it were a movie. I'd be here for it. And it it helps to some extent that Harry and William have been so like visual in our lives. Mm -hmm. Even over here. Because you can, there's moments like when the prince is like talking to the best friend and it's kind of that Meghan Markle, like she's not going to be good enough for him. Like kind of like she gets bombarded by the press and like all that kind of side of it so it's still relatable even though it's a change in yeah like historical fiction yeah. but the second one comes out soon and i'm super excited it was amazing i definitely give it five stars i had oh. a lot of fun reading it awesome and that was american royals by Catherine mcgee cool sounds like a good one Awesome,
2: awesome. It sounds like one of those quirky teenage movies that I roll my eyes at but secretly love in the inside, like Princess Diaries. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
3: I mean, Catherine McGee, if you want to make that into a movie or a Netflix series, I am here for it.
2: (laughs) And I'll secretly watch it and tell nobody.
3: Yeah, we'll have a a book girl, like, secret screening night, and I'll post and edit Bonnie out of of all the pictures.
2: (laughs) I mean, I've already admitted that I like Twilight, so... Right. Oh, and I read Second Life of um, Brie finally. <gasps> I read it like in half a day.
3: Oh my God, that book is so because good. Because it's like
2: really short, but it's better than what I thought it would be. I didn't think that I would like it. Now, but you... the only reason I read it is because it was the only thing in my on my bookshelf at the time. And I was like, well, shit. Okay. I'm you'll you'll never
3: watch Eclipse, the movie, the same way again after reading The Short Life yeah. of Brie Tanner.
2: Because mm-hmm.
3: you, just, you just ache.
2: You just want to be like, no. <laughs> right, she just wants to go back to her friend. <laughs> she just what got, was the friend that Kevin was? That his name? I think the, that was his name. The one who repulsed everybody. Yeah,
3: I think yeah. so. I think that was Kevin. I can't remember. It's been a minute.
1: I have never felt more like an outsider in my own fucking house. <laughs> so read Twilight. Fuck
0: you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it won't hurt to try
1: it. Martha. No, just, no, just, I did. I actually did try reading it. It's just too, too teenagery for me. Yeah. I'm just too old and bitter. That's why I told her not to
2: read this book, because if you don't like Twilight, you will not like this book. That's why I think you will like this book, because
1: Well, just to prove that I am not completely lacking romantic capabilities. You read a romance? Well, no. I'd be like, what? No, actually it's not a romance, but <laughs> but it is a fun book. It's it's fun. Um, But remember last week we were talking about how when you're an audiobook reader and you become used to a narrator reading a series, that it's really hard sometimes to separate that narrator and the author that they've read for.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Well, in this case... The series that, or the book that I read was narrated by Lorelai King, who is one of the best audiobook narrators out there. She narrated all of Janet Ivanovich's, um, there are 21 or 25, 25 books so far. And it, it kind of has that feel of, you, she's a single woman, and you obviously know that she has, you know, lustful feelings and whatnot. That's the reason I'm bringing up the romantic angle. But this this book is is not a Janet Ivanovich e. book, but it feels like Janet Ivanovich, and I loved that series so much. It was such a fun series. It had fantastic characters. And it was just so fun. This book is called A Bad Day for Sunshine by Dorinda Jones. And it is read by Lorelei King as well. And it, like I said, it feels like a Janet Ivanovich book right from the beginning. It's written in a similar style. The main character's name is Sunshine. She is a sheriff, well, the, the book starts out, and this is in a small town called Del Sol, New Mexico. Um, she, she, The book starts where she's starting a new job as the sheriff, which oddly enough, she didn't run for sheriff, but she, yet she still got elected. That's some magic power right there. Mm-hmm. But you find out throughout the the book how that actually happened her parents are very influential in the area and blah dee, dee, blah blah but the thing that makes this book so fun is she has a teenage daughter and her the guy that she had a huge thing with in high school is still there and he's still hot so you have the romantic tension between those two you have her trying to get to know her staff. You have um, her chasing around trying to find Puff Daddy, the uh, prize rooster
3: of somebody's <laughs> farm. I literally <laughs> thought she was chasing like I this. I know. <laughs> this- Diddy?
0: Chasing Diddy? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like, why is Puff
1: Daddy in this little <laughs> town? Yep. And then, of course, you have um, a real mystery with real, you know, teeth in it in there as well with some stuff that happened to her when she first when she was in high school there and her daughter's friend actually gets kidnapped and so they're trying to find her so her daughter's helping as well and then there's that angle so you have the daughter who's a teenager and you have the sheriff and it's just such a really rich tapestry of characters but it has that background feel of the fun that kind of brings you into it you know i really i just thought it was fantastic i didn't give it five stars uh i'm not really quite sure why that's very helpful i know i just
2: i mean it was good but not great it was it was
1: good it was very entertaining it wasn't a literary masterpiece, but it was a fantastic read. It's great for summer. For this moment in time, this is a great book. Because it huh. really, you know, lets Just you escape. It's an escapist type read. It, there's nothing too horribly serious in it. There's there's some sexual assault stuff that goes on that maybe if you're super sensitive about that kind of thing, you might want to avoid it. But I really enjoyed it. I thought it was such a fun read and... It feels like Ivanovich to me, which is high praise. I would say my I have friends that really like Janet Yes, I, I'm books. telling you, if you're a fan of that series, you're going to like this book, especially mm-hmm. if you listen to the audio because it's got that same exact... You know, the characters aren't aren't quite as funny as Grandma Mazur and... Uh, oh, what's the other one's name? But it still gives you the same Yeah, feel. Yeah, it has that same... Right, The writing style is similar And with Lorelai King in there God oh dang She's such a good I, if I, I I, think I want to be her when I grow up hmm. It's always good when you find a narrator That yeah, you just really like Shit if I could to. be like her Man I wouldn't have to do anything else I could just read books all day long I mean that's the goal right That's what right? you do
2: now What are you talking about <laughs> if she...
1: I, I could get paid to read books out loud That would be fucking awesome man Lorelei I want to be your protege <laughs> take her under your wing teach her everything you teach know. her your ways we have the studio set up already we can make this happen uh no it was excellent it really was good um definitely a summer that's the other reason that I wanted to review that is because it's a summer kind of read uh, it's not too
2: serious it's a beach read yes yes I mean, if we were allowed to go to the beaches. If we were allowed to go
1: to the
3: beach and weren't landlocked in For Memorial Day (laughs) weekend, this is
1: the perfect type of read. It really is. I enjoyed it immensely. Um, It doesn't have romance per se in it, but it's got sexual tension, which is very fun. I find it very fun. Hmm. But it it also has a serious edge to it as well. So there you go. That's mine. Uh, It's called... A Bad Day for Sunshine by Dorinda Jones. Great. It's good for sunbathing on, on your back porch yes. with the hose. You know what we call that here in Oklahoma? What? We call that the redneck water park. Well, that's all I know. You take the sprinkler and you put it underneath your uh, your Trampoline. lawn chair. Your lawn chair. And then, and then you got yourself a redneck water park. <laughs> I don't and, even. And have you to don't get get even out. have to worry about taking glass bottles in
3: there, you know, because you can have your beer. I need right an there. oscillating one. <laughs> I don't even have to. I can just turn on my sprinkler system and just let it run in the backyard. See, there you
1: go. You go run through the sprinklers. That's what you do when you're a poor, a poor child growing up in the summertime. We didn't have sprinklers to do that. I just went outside in the rain.
3: <laughs> we had. A, we all. Well, we got. We didn't have a pool till I was like nine or ten, but we did run in the sprinkler a lot.
1: I did not have a pool. I we, we just had a uh, we just had a sprinkler. My mom would say, Go out and run through the sprinkler.
2: There was a sprinkler at my grandma's house. We used to run through the sprinkler. But then you'd get like grass all stuck on your legs. Yeah, and that stuff. was the worst. And then you just spray I suppose it off if you were in Oklahoma
1: you'd get chiggers. I didn't grow up in Oklahoma, so
0: I lived in a city as a kid, so we had we had maybe a kiddie pool. <laughs> uh,
2: okay, yeah. Most of our grass, our quote, quote, grass is just weeds. No, it's just mud. There's nothing. Yeah. So like when you try to walk your dog after it's rained, I mean, oh, God, you have to like walk like through the pavement to a grassy area or else you like lose your
3: shoes. Oh, God. I mean, it's you sink It's like quicksand. Well, we're we're getting we're calling them crop circles now. Like there's something that's in our neighborhood in the grass is making literal perfect circle oh, that's a, like it's a fungus yeah, yeah. like brown fairy circles circles
1: yep. so
3: I was, we were like what the hell is that and then we we're I was like aliens. yeah i was like ancient aliens <laughs> it's thor you had thor in your backyard we had Thor i'd be okay with that i'm i'm jealous <laughs> I, i'd be i'm down for it thor. if I'm thor like, is
2: in her backyard we're going before hamilton <laughs> <laughs>
3: Just don't lose a shoe I lose something, lose something. she I'll, might need to lose a shoe to do other activities I'll make sure it's laundry day that day so you can have on the fancy bra. exactly. we'll just make sure all the neighborhood kids are at the pool first bring out that
1: redneck water park we're
3: going
1: to need a distraction over here <laughs> on that note that's going to do it for three, three book, book girls,
0: girls. Can't get enough of 3 Book Girls? Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and join the group 3 Book Girls Tribe on Facebook. If you really love them, share the podcast with a friend or join them at one of their live events. 3 Book Girls, a Steel Trap production.